0: Hey there, and welcome to the Zesty CEO podcast. I'm your host, Haley Passy, aka The Zesty Blonde, and I'm so excited to party with you as we cover all things aligned marketing and business strategy. On today's episode, I am joined by special guest, Lizzie Seberg. Lizzie Seberg is a content marketing coach who specializes in helping online entrepreneurs master their content creation systems and strategy so that they can leverage their content to scale their business. She's helped numerous clients increase their lead generation and their sales through her proven systematic approach to content creation. I am so excited for you guys to listen to this episode, hear Lizzie speak, hear us chat, all things content creation. You are going to love it. Let's get started. Hello Zesty CEOs, it is Feature Friday and I have a beautiful human joining me here in just a second. So say hi as you are jumping on and as we're waiting for her to jump on and join. Hello, hello, Hello. okay, (laughs) got it working, we're we're here, okay good, I wanted, let me turn up my volume so I can hear you all the way, okay. So I would love for you guys to meet Lizzie Seberg. Correct me if I say you're wrong. Nope, you got it perfect. (laughs) Failed it. All right. She is a content strategy specialist, and I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit.
1: So hi, everybody. I'm Lizzie. Thanks so much for having me. Um, Like Haley said, I am a content marketing strategist and coach. So I really work with my clients to help them figure out a content strategy that's going to work for them. I know a lot of times in the online space, there's so much data and so much information coming at us about use this platform and this hashtag and these kind of graphics and use all of these features and It can feel really, really overwhelming to figure out, okay, how do I actually build a content strategy that's not only going to be effective, but it's going to be easy for me to manage and be consistent with. Because consistency is like that big buzzword that we're always hearing, but can be really, really hard to actually attain. So I really work with my clients on figuring out, okay, how do we develop not just a content strategy, but also a content workflow? So that way, you know exactly how you're gonna create your content, you know, what kind of content you're gonna create, and you're able to really show up and serve your audience, but in a way that actually helps you run your business better and helps things flow better. I love it. I
0: love it. I'm so excited. And that's what we're gonna be digging into today. So you guys get questions, Renee. So um, I'm going to ask you a couple questions just to kind of start things off. I would love to know what made you choose to like niche down into content?
1: So it's actually a really funny story. So I actually started in entrepreneurship as a Facebook and Instagram ad specialist. Um, And that was like, I was was in the service provider world and I loved it. I loved doing ads. And in order to do that, I had to figure out how to create content. And I was always the person I posted like, once or twice a year on my social media. I was never on social media consistently. It was not my thing. I would browse, but I was never a poster. So I had to figure out like, okay, how do I start posting content for my business? And went through a lot of trial and error and finally figured out that if I didn't have a system in place, I didn't post. And that is to this day still true. Like if I don't have my systems running effectively, I don't post. So I really figured out like a lot of the time when people were going to ads, it was because they didn't want to adopt that consistency and they didn't want to adopt that system, and they wanted their ads to take the place of their organic content. And I was like, this really doesn't work. Like, people need systems, they need organization, and I've always been huge on streamlining and systems and all that stuff. So I made the transition into content marketing because before you invest in anything paid, you want to make sure that you have a really solid foundation um, set up. And now I honestly just, I love it so much. I, like, geek out over it. (laughs) It's the best. (laughs)
0: I love that. I love that. That's amazing. I love that, that mm-hmm. journey and that transition. Obviously, I have a similar story yeah. to that of, like, figuring out
1: this is actually what I'm passionate about. This is actually where the problem is. And these are the people I want to see. Exactly. It's like you almost step back before you, like, before you, like, the first iteration of you was ever needed. <laughs> right. So, I love that so much. Okay.
0: The next question. Why do you think content is so important to a marketing? Strategy.
1: I mean, honestly, because content these days is your marketing strategy to a large degree. Um, Like even like I've been, I'm gonna be talking about this a lot in the next couple of weeks on my social medias. Is launch like launching is really built around your content. Like everything just in the online space especially is so built around your content if you want to have an automated funnel you have to have good content inside of your automated funnel you want to grow and have a big following you got to create really good content that people are going to be engaged with you want to do affiliate marketing you got to create content around why your product is profitable everything in the online space leads back to the kind of content that you are creating
0: yeah i love that i think it's so important because content is really what creates connection yeah. for you it's a business. This it's it's the mm-hmm. key to you connecting to your audience mm-hmm. and like being communicate your thoughts, your feelings, your expertise, your authority, all of the mm-hmm. big buzzwords that we talk about in marketing and sales. Like it comes, it boils down to you being able to create effective content yeah. with consistency, mm-hmm. right because that consistency is found and be a catalyst. Or massive results.
1: Exactly like nobody wants to be friends with the person who texts you once every five years like and it's the same with like business like nobody wants to work with the person who they're only seeing once every couple of weeks on social media like it doesn't build the kind of trust that you need and it doesn't build the kind of like relationship that your audience needs like people we're very, we, we want things immediately. So if you're not posting oh, yeah. consistently, then your audience isn't able to get that immediate fix of you that they need. And they're not going to feel like they're going to get it inside of your programs too. I always say content is like the introduction of what it's like to work with you as a coach, it should be, or as a service provider. Like you need to show up as authentically and as truly and as consistently on social media as you show up for your clients so that you give them the exact same feeling that they're going to have when working with you before they ever sign a contract.
0: I totally agree with that. I think like, I,
1: I'm like, <laughs> this is how <so> fun. <laughs> I love joint lives. They're my favorite, honestly.
0: <laughs> feature Friday where I'm not coaching someone. So I'm loving like this conversation, dialogue that's what's happening. But I think like, this is something that I, I teach my clients. Like people buy, as a, and as a mm-hmm. coach, right? My coach, I'm like, people buy from coaches that they want to like, become yeah. like right that they want to if your content isn't connecting them back to you with consistency right like they don't want to be so let's say someone as, as a business coach as a, as a marketing coach like someone comes into my group and they're like she a post once a week I, I know that's not what I want to do like I want to reach more people I want to mm-hmm. talk to more people more like just gonna buy from you right work out so I love that yeah. you said that so now let's like get into mm-hmm. the nitty gritty business. I feel like we like there's already been so <laughs> many value nuggets, but um, tell me, how can we organize our content more effectively? So, if drop a one for those of you who are here on the live. Mm-hmm. Drop a one in the chat. You feel sometimes overwhelmed by your content, like there's yeah. so much that you need. to Create, there's so much on your plate how can we better organize so that it's a little more streamlined and, and easier mm-hmm. to, to the amount of content that we need to create and less
1: time. so this is actually the first step in i what i call my 5s framework to success is systematize so i so i don't know if it let me know in the comments and let me know Haley if you've read the book Atomic Habits um because I'm reading it right now it's great I highly recommend it um but literally in the first chapter there's this quote that I absolutely love which is you don't rise to the level of your goals you fall to the level of your systems so if you're not creating (laughs) right I was like I was listening to it and I was like this is exactly what I've been trying to say and don't say as well like I love that quote um and it's like, if you want to be consistent, if you want to post content, like, and if you want, you need a system in place. Um, So systematize is the first S in the 5S framework for success is just coming up with a system for yourself. And that really starts with figuring out how can I simplify my content creation process and how can I make it a repeatable process? That's really the big key for batching content and creating consistent content is figuring out how you can make content creation a repeatable process for yourself. Um, So if you don't mind, I actually do have a free resource I'd love to share with the group. Um, So I have a ClickUp content calendar that they can download. um, And I can drop the link in the comments after this live ends. Um, But it's um, a template they can download. It has statuses for content creation. It has a place to log all of the ideas. And it even has a table format view because it's ClickUp. I love ClickUp. um, Where they can go back and they can actually log their... um, analytics and log the performance of their content so they can see trends and what performs well and what doesn't. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. I so that. I'll drop that for people in the comments afterwards.
0: <laughs> Fabulous, that's gonna be a huge resource for these mm-hmm. people. <laughs> so what do you think is like the most important system to have it like, start us off like just step one. I don't, you don't have to give us the whole getting kaboodle, but what's step oh. one? a content system. What do you
1: need to know or have? My audio is going really weird. Sorry, I don't know. I'm getting oh. a double feedback of like what happened 30 seconds ago. Oh no! Um, okay. Can you guys
0: still hear me? Okay, give us a thumbs up if you can hear both of us still. Okay,
1: on the on the live okay. feed. Okay, let me see. I'm so sorry. I don't know what's happening with it. You mind if I exit
0: out and I'll enter back in? Come back. Come back and I'll start, you know. (laughs) All right. She'll come back in just a second. You guys get to hang out with me. We just get to stare at each other. (laughs) And hopefully this works. We'll just have to cut this piece out of the podcast. So I want to know, what questions do you guys have for Lizzie about content creation? Ask them, ask them, ask them. If you have questions about content creation, ask them now.
1: There we go. (laughs) Sorry about that, I was was hearing doubles. (laughs)
0: glad glad that's fixed. All right, so now I have to remember what I asked you. (laughs) Oh, what is step one? Okay, so you don't have to give us the whole thing. But I want to know what is step one in creating that system? What do we need to know? What do we need to have in order to start the process of creating a content system or content workflow?
1: I would honestly, start by reviewing where you currently are at with your content creation. So looking at your current processes, what do you do every single time you sit down to create content? What order do you create content in? When are ideas coming to you the most? Like what's kind of working about even if you feel like you don't have a system, like there's probably some things that you're repeating every single time. So what are those things that you repeat every single time? And then really asking yourself, like, do these serve me or do they not serve me? Um, And like, whether or not they're things that you want to keep repeating every single time if every single time before you sit down to write content you're scrolling on instagram and then you start comparing yourself to everybody else and you're like oh my content's not going to be this good take that out of your process that's not helping you it's not serving you take that out <laughs> <laughs> um, but on the other hand, if every time you sit down to write content, you make yourself a hot chocolate and you sit down in your big comfy chair with a blanket and you like pull out your laptop and put on some music and like that gets you in a really creative zone, capitalize on that and keep that as part of your process to really analyze where you're currently at and build off of the things that actually help you to create your process.
0: I love that. Okay. Cause I do this. I have a day that aside as a creation day, and I start with creating yeah. content. But then I to, like work on other things in my business, like creating programs and things. But I literally sit in my big comfy mm-hmm. chair. I call <laughs> <my> there <computer. laughs> I'll turn on the music. I've got all bullet the blanket, and I can't write on the mm-hmm. computer. I have to write off so Everything goes in like my Google Notes yeah. app, and then I'll start from there. But and I also love that you said, like, what are we? What are you talking about on a regular basis? Yeah. Like what? topics and going in like here we go like into like business coach sales Mm -hmm. mode what are people responding Mm -hmm. to and being like information about this this piece of content like blew my mind I'm like what's the next level of this like and ready to take action for those topics so i i love that i think that those two things like alone like so juicy Mm -hmm. and so so important for a lot of the women here in this community and like
1: who listen to the podcast, all of yeah. that. And that's the thing, like people, so, we want to create content that we're excited to share is the thing too. Like, so, and if people are responding, it's going to get you more excited. So reviewing those things that worked yeah. and everything is always going to help you get into more of a creative zone.
0: Absolutely. Totally agree with that. I think that is so important. Okay. More questions for you. <laughs> Go for it. I'm here for it. What is, like, in your opinion, what is a mark of good content? What makes something, like, a good piece of
1: content? I mean, it's it's tough because it is so subjective and it differs for every person. Um, I think from, like, when you're creating the content and you haven't put it out to anybody else yet, what makes good content is when you are really clear about exactly what your post is supposed to do. And you feel that it does what it is supposed to do. I'm really big on intentional content creation and not creating something that you don't know why you're creating it. So if you write an email and you blab on for, you know, 200 words and at the end of it, you're like, I don't really even know what I did there. Your audience is also going to be confused. (laughs) Like if you're confused, your audience is confused. So like, if you can confidently say, this is what I want my content to do for my audience, and I feel like I've done that, then you know you're on the right track. And then the response you're getting from your audience, if you're getting the response based off of that intention, you know you created a successful piece of content because you evoked the feelings that you wanted to evoke. You got the call to action response that you wanted to get when you were creating the content. And so that's how you can really mark off that like, okay, I knew beforehand that this was gonna be successful and now I'm confirmed that it is successful.
0: Breaking love that that's yeah exactly agree agree right <laughs> hallelujah yes 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 um, that's so on point i think that we often think like i'm just gonna create content so that people like see that i created content and they look and that's not really like a good enough reason
1: to know i'm like i call it your content sweet spot which is where you want to be posting because i've had clients who they come to me and they panic because they're like somebody responded to my post and they're really excited about it and they want to get on a call with me but i have no idea how to sell them into my offer because it didn't relate to my offer and i'm like if you're creating content and you don't know how it relates to your offer that's really problematic so like i always go if you want to find that sweet spot between your audience's needs your unique zone of genius and expertise, and where your offer is. And when you're creating content based off of topics in your sweet spot, then no matter where people come to you from, you're going to know exactly who you're exactly that you're speaking to the right people about the right problem, people who are going to drive with you and your style of content, and also who are going to be really excited to invest in your offer because you know how it relates to all three.
0: Wholeheartedly. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Okay. I want to know anybody in the audience have any questions that they want to ask Lizzie, anything that they've been wondering about content being more Mm -hmm. effective with your content that actually converts content system, the whole getting caboodle, like just drop it in the comments, we'd love to. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. Um, I had another question and I'm trying to remember it now. I can't remember. Here we go. How much content? How much? I'll I'll (laughs) read the question. (laughs) How much content should you create before you start repurposing? That is a
1: good one. And that was one I hear a lot actually. So there's two methods of repurposing that I actually want to cover because I don't think people realize that there's really kind of two different versions of repurposing. So one is basically taking the exact same piece of content and using it over again. And I'm actually not a big fan of that exact type of repurposing unless you're posting things on multiple platforms at the same time and just kind of trying to expand your reach while doing less. Um, I think if you're reposting something a couple weeks or a couple months later because it performed really well, you should always try and tweak one or two things for testing purposes to see if you can make it even more impactful. Um, so. In that case, like you can usually wait a couple of weeks or a couple of months before you repurpose it based on, you know, your sales process, what you're going through. People will often use similar content or slightly tweaked content when they're launching that's performed really well. But what you can start doing more immediately in terms of repurposing is taking that topic and expanding on it. So a lot of the times we think of, I've covered this topic, I talked about it last week, people are going to be bored with it, I can't talk about it again. If you have a content topic that performed really, really well last week, start challenging yourself. What else can I say about this topic? How else can I present this topic? How can I convey the same message that was really resonating with people, but in a different way? and really repurpose the idea, you can do that almost immediately. I mean, you can do that from your post to your stories. Like if you're getting a lot of comments, start answering questions in your stories about those comments and engaging back with your audience that way. Um, So that kind of content where you're repurposing based off of ideas that performed really well, you can do that immediately. And I encourage you to do that immediately. Awesome. I think that's perfect, yeah. That's that's such great advice
0: about it and the different types of Mm -hmm. repurposing. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, I know, course, types, but there are literally different types of repurposing, yeah.
1: right? Um, and I know it's a, it's one of those things people hear a lot of the times, repurpose your content, repurpose your content, but, like, it, it takes some time to actually understand, like, how you can repurpose content in different ways, and, like, like what the strategic
0: way to, yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, so Christy's asking, where's the line between converting with copy and salesy copy?
1: So the line is really kind of based off of whether or not you're serving in your content. Like, um, so I'll outline like the five S's that I have for you guys really quick. So the five S framework for success is systematize, strategize, streamline, serve, and study. So you'll notice that none of them actually involve sales because I like to ingrain sales as every part of the process. So I would really say like when you're creating content, think about how that content is serving your audience. Even if the call to action that you're putting in there is to purchase your offer. So you really want to make sure that you're serving your audience by telling them why your offer is important to them. What kind of results are possible for them? Is it educational or is it inspirational? If you're sharing a client story of a client who worked with you, who had a lot of success, you're serving your audience by telling them, like, these results are possible for people like you, and you're presenting them with the opportunity to work with you to get similar results, potentially. So remember that when you're coming off and creating content for, quote unquote, sales, you're actually giving them the opportunity to have more success in their life, in their business, in their mindset, whatever it is that you're working with them on. And if you're coming at it from a place of like, my offer serves, then your content selling your offer is going to also be geared towards how can you serve them? How can you show them that you are here to serve them and really be audience focused as opposed to you focused?
0: I love that example. Yeah, I think that it's important to like when we think salesy mm-hmm. copy, it's like here's the offer. Here's how much it is. Here's the outcome you're going to get. But we're thinking about like basing our, our copy that, that we write about our yep. offers around service still being of value, even if they don't yeah. purchase the offer. Right? Still helping them recognize something, still helping them see like, Oh, like this is the problem and, and this is the solution.
1: Mm-hmm. And finally, of that like it's, Still really, really powerful. Exactly. So, and like sometimes people awesome. might not even like people will read your content and they get so excited, like they might not even see that you're called action most to buy because they're already in your DMs is the thing. Like and like when you can get them so hyped up to talk to you, like that's what you want, which is why creating content that's like all about giving them value even when you're selling is so key. Yeah,
0: I love it. Awesome.
1: All right, Leslie,
0: do you have any Well, first and foremost, where can people find you? Where can people find you Mm -hmm. if you want to learn more about content? So I am on
1: Instagram at lizzie.seberg. And I also have um, a group that I do office hours in every week on Mighty Networks called the Strategic Scaling Squad. Um, So I can drop that link later for people if they're interested in it. And I do, like, weekly trainings and office hours for the group in there as well. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome.
0: Fabulous. And... What any like golden nuggets, last thoughts you wanna
1: share with us before? Just have confidence in yourself. Like whatever confidence you think that you are deserving of, I guarantee you you're underestimating yourself. I see so many people who are like, I have no good content ideas, I have no good content ideas. And we sit down for five minutes and we unlock a whole load of things that they didn't even realize that they could talk about. So whatever confidence you think you've earned, double, triple, quadruple it because I guarantee you it's not enough and create from that level of um, confidence.
0: Yes, girl. I love it. Yes.
1: Wholeheartedly agree. Thank you
0: so much for being here. Thank you for all of the value that you brought. Um, I'm so grateful that you joined us for our first like official feature Friday. Thank you so
1: much. you was so much fun. I loved it. Cool.
0: So glad here. So thank you so much and we will see all of you Yes. On the podcast and re listen to it probably next week. Fantastic. (laughs) Bye, guys. Thank you.